Hey friend, with Valentine's Day right around the corner, we want to talk about how it doesn't have to cost a lot of money to get out of the friend zone. So let's talk about it. I'm sure we all have a crazy Valentine's story. And mine was in college when I ended up spending a ton of money, especially at the time for a broke college student, because a girl asked me out for Valentine's Day. She picked the restaurant. I ended up paying. I spent $100 on dinner as a broke college student, and it drove me nuts for 30 years. So I am sure you have some similar story. And Mike, you have a similar story, I'm sure, of how you got tricked into, conned into, or you had to uh, go against your value system to actually spend a bunch of money to impress somebody. And you don't have to do that. We don't have to do that. So let's have a conversation today about how we can get out of that friend zone and still uh, court somebody, date somebody um, without having to spend a lot of money. Do you have a story that comes to mind for you? Certainly. And we're going to look at this lens from our perspective, being the man in relationship, but also being on the other side, not particularly the woman in relationship, but what it is that we would really enjoy as well. And one of the stories where I I had a, a lot of fun with courting, right, moving out of the friend zone, where I didn't have to spend a lot of money because like Jason's story, we were programmed and we're taught this, the media and your advertisements, they tell you to buy all this stuff and, and buy these fancy jewelry and this fancy yeah, restaurant, all these options Chocolates out there. And flowers and cards and all the things, right? And you can do all those things if you wish, but there's also another side to it where if you are in a financial pinch or you want to save money because you have other goals and values that you'd rather put that money towards is give a handwritten card, right? Light candles while you cook dinner at home. Light candles and run a bath for both of you to just relax and soak in there together. Those are just the things that come up in mind for me and the things that I have done when I was moving out of the friend zone. You know, it's so funny when we're talking about this because you're you're totally right where the culture has told us that we have to spend all this money in order to impress somebody or in order to court somebody or in order to get them to like us. But when we think about what really matters in life, and you can do this too, is think about what would mean so much to you. It's usually not the things that cost a lot of money, right? It's usually the things like... Um, doing something very kind or uh, words of affirmation. We talk about this all the time with the love languages, right? If you have quality time as your love language, you just want to spend time with the person that you care about. It could be a walk in the forest. It could be a swim at the beach. It could be uh, taking a drive somewhere and all it costs you is gas and you're looking at awesome things and scenery. Or if it's uh, acts of service, it could be doing something for somebody, helping them out, volunteering someplace together. Uh, all these different things can really speak volumes to the person if you get to know them, get to know what their love language is, get to know what they like and go do that. You don't have to spend a whole lot of money and you'll be significantly further along when we talk about this friend zone. Yeah. What are some other things 
Mike, for you, if somebody were going to be uh, wanting to impress you, what would speak your language and uh, cause that without having to spend a lot of money on you? Certainly. And you started talking about it. And like you said, we've talked about it before, the five love languages. If you haven't read that book, make sure you pick it up. It's very short. You can even do a quick study um, test online quiz and they'll tell you what yours is. And there's even some for your kids and all this. But for mine, mine is acts of service. So if you do things for me, that could be making me dinner. Right? This is around the food, the, the holiday of Valentine's when someone wants to, to do that for someone. Like if we're talking about going out to dinner or if you make me a dessert, right? Doing those things, acts of service. Uh, and I really just, I light up when that happens. And specifically around Valentine's, sometimes we're taught or programmed to believe that we're there to have gifts. And gifts is a, another form of love language. When I did the quiz, gifts for me was actually zero. Like I didn't rate on gifts at all. So if someone was courting me and they got me all these gifts, sure, it's going to be nice, but it's not going to register me. Like in the past, have I gotten gifts from Valentine's? I'm sure, but I have no idea what they are. Yeah. But if you had made me a dinner, I remember what we ate and how good it tastes. Interesting. Right? Because you're serving me in that moment. Yeah, that's great. So my top love language is physical touch. So for me, a nice massage or, you know, back rub of some sort, or just like cuddling on the couch, watching a movie, like that's just like, oh my gosh, that's so amazing, you know? And you're right. Like the classic line also is um, a way to a man's heart is through his stomach, right? Feed us, right? You feed us something good. You cook us dinner, uh, make a nice dessert, something like that. And it's like, wow, yeah, I'm so impressed with that, you know? So everybody is different. So if you take the time to get to know your partner, get to know the person you're trying to date or court, get to know them, speak their language, do something good for them, find out what makes them tick. You don't have to spend a whole lot of money on Valentine's Day or any other date if you don't want to. And especially if uh, we're talking about for those who are single at this point, but if you are married, date again. It's really yes. important and really healthy for your, your marriage to actually date again. Remember, go back to where you were dating and back to where you were trying to win them over and do some of those things that you would have done if you weren't already together. It speaks volumes to the other person and actually will healthily uh, strengthen your marriage as well. So, uh, Mike, do you have anything else on this uh, before we end for today? No, totally. I really love that nugget of dating again. Make it and put it on the calendar. If, if it's not every week, make it every month, right? 12 times a year, have a date night. Now that could be going out. It could be going out for Valentine's Day or your birthday or Christmas or whatever it is. And it also could mean at home. If you have children, if they're not there, right? If they have sleepovers or if you want to put them to bed and then just have time to you. Don't turn on the TV and just sit there every every single night. Have a specific night of the month that you get to communicate and get closer to your spouse. I love that nugget. That's fantastic. And if you are going to spend money, stick to the budget, create mm -hmm. a budget for yourself. If so, if this Valentine's day or this anniversary or this birthday or Christmas or whatever you have, you want to do something and spend some money. Great. But stick to your budget, create that budget, create that line item, give yourself a dollar amount and stick to it. And that's how you're going to start saving money and you're going to start investing for your future and you're going to start living your ideal life. So 
for those of you who are going to be going out, <laughs> enjoy yourselves, get to know each other, have a good time, get out of that friend zone if you need to. You don't have to spend a whole lot of money. We'll see you on another episode.